I don't know how I follow that, but thanks, Dan. Hey, uh, uh, for those of you who uh, this uh, church is new to you, in the past few weeks, I'm Mark, and uh, I'm lead pastor here, and I've been traveling about, um, doing some different things. Uh, maybe you picked up on the blog. I uh, got to the first week go out and be with my family, and uh, we spent a wonderful time up in the San Juan Islands, which is about as far from here uh, as you could possibly get and still be in the continental U.S. Uh, just beautiful, and uh, just had a great time to commune with God and, and hang out with my family, and then uh, the next week, uh, I got to uh, ride my bicycle from Seattle and up through the Olympus National Forest and uh, down the Washington and Oregon coast and uh, just met some really interesting people and just had a great time. Uh, first couple days were just absolutely gorgeous and just was uh, thinking and praising God and then the next two days, it was low 50s and raining, and I uh, did uh, about 160 miles in, in that, and uh, I was trying to praise God, but uh, I may have come up just a little short on that, at that part, and then the next few days was just awesome. I got to go surfing unexpectedly, and uh, we're just riding along, and uh, there were some great waves, and I uh, saw a surf shop and went in there, and they were renting some good boards, not those spongy boards that they usually rent, but some good boards, so I got to go out there for about four hours, and that just uh, refreshed my soul. It was um, like being baptized all again, and, and uh, just... Things were great, and then I got to ride into Portland. I got to uh, spend a week uh, with some of the greatest thinkers um, uh, out there right now. We just had so many great conversations, and uh, on Friday, I jumped on the MAX, which is the public transportation uh, in Portland, and went to the airport and uh, flew all night in a red eye and then I got to uh, ATL Atlanta airport in the morning and uh, I would imagine everybody here has been to the Atlanta airport right ATL yeah I mean it's kind of weird I mean like when you die wherever you're going to end up you got to go through ATL right <laughs> I mean there's just no way around it and and I was tired and uh, and a little bit grumpy and uh, just kind of going through the motions. And I get there and I get up to the the ticket counter and you know you know when you go to the airport. I mean it's madness. You gotta you gotta find parking if you're going there fresh and then you gotta wait in a whole bunch of lines and and then you get and you get to talk to somebody. Uh, usually somebody who's you know is about as cheerful as you, right? And then you get to go through the security check and have an encounter with uh, TSA agents. That's always fun. In fact, I was going through the line and and the lady ahead of me, she had some uh, homemade uh, blackberry jelly. Uh, that was made, and there's blackberries all over the Northeast, and she had met somebody who'd picked them and made this jam, and 
the TSA agent uh, confiscated her jelly. I was like, yeah, that's too bad for you. <laughs> then it came up to me, and they said, can I open your bag? And I'm like, yeah, sure, no problem. Like you have a choice, you know. Uh, but they say it like you have a choice. So, you know, and I, I played along, and sure, and they're all like, oh, you have peanut butter. And I, there's this place called Trader Joe's, which I absolutely love on the West Coast. And they, I found this peanut butter. I, I love peanut butter. And this peanut butter that I found, it, it didn't have any additives. It was all organic. And it wasn't just like normal peanut butter. I've never heard of these peanuts that they made it out before. It was sweet peanuts. Have you ever heard of those? No, I hadn't either. I was like so excited. So I got this peanut butter and I put it in my bag and uh, I was ready to ring it home and everything, and TSA agent took my peanut butter. See, that's what I said to him. The lady, and I said, you just want a sandwich. The next person's going to have bread, and there you're going to take it and make up something. It's like, come on, has there ever been something blown up by peanut butter? I mean, but I mean, that's something else entirely. But I, I had that wonderful experience them taking my peanut butter. And then I, I, I could, the, the flight was totally packed, but I, but I heard that, I heard that uh, if you ask the lady at the counter that they always keep a exit row and, and exit rows have a little extra space, right? And uh, they always keep one of those reserved with Delta. I didn't know that. And, um, and so I went up to the lady and I said, hey, I, I heard that you always keep one. And she, go, and she goes, that's true. And she says, if you're the biggest and the strongest, you can have that seat. I said, oh. And I gave her the biggest, fakest grin <laughs> I could. I mean, this is the place where faith, authenticity, emerging culture meet in the airport. All bets are off. I'll give you the fakest. I'll be, I'll be whoever you want me to be to get the exit row. I'm just saying. So I sit there and I go, you will not meet a bigger, stronger, or nicer guy than me. And she looked at me and then she does this. I'm like, why is she like, is she looking at my bald head? What, I mean, what, what, what is she doing? But she looks right over me, and I look behind me, and freaking bull, you know, the nightcore guy is standing behind me, and I'm like, oh, I'm losing it, huh? She goes, yeah. So I'm like, all right, whatever. And, you know, I go over, and I, I sit down, and, and I'm traveling by myself, and I'm sitting there, and and I have all these bags, and I mean, that's a whole other story, and I need to go to the restroom, and you know, that announcement guy is saying, you got to take your bags, you got to take, you know, you don't leave your bags, or we may uh, search them, and in, in the process of searching, they may get destroyed. I'm like, oh, so I'm like sitting there, and I'm stressing about like, okay, okay, so I finally, I get all of my stuff, and go to the restroom, and, and I have all my junk, and and then I'm just, at, at this point, I'm just, I'm tired, and, and I'm just grumpy, and I finally, you know, they call all the people to get in the plane, and I get on the plane, and, it, and it's crowded, I'm sitting there, and I'm like, this has just been the worst experience of my life. 
This is just, I mean, like outside of like horrific things, but just like, you know, as far as a run-of-the-mill daily experience, it was just, it was lousy. And then I realized something. I was going home. And the whole thing all of a sudden had purpose. And at that moment, I was struck by how going to the airport is a lot like going to church. I mean, if you really think about it, I mean, you got to prepare, you got to rush to get somewhere, to uh, get somewhere on time. I mean, you guys don't, but I mean, uh, you know, you, you rush to rush to get here, and 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 you got to find parking, and 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 you. Maybe you have a seat that you like and somebody's sitting in it. Or, you know, you got to rush into the restroom or you got to get something for the coffee. And, and all of these things that, that we're rushing around and, and trying to do. And, and then we sit and then we, you know, we'll worship together or we'll, we'll open up the Bible or, or something like that. And... If that's what it's all about, there's some, there seems to be something missing. Much like if you went to the airport just for the experience of going to the airport and you did all of those things, you went to the check-in, you, you went through TSA, you went to the, got on the plane, and if the plane never left. And I think an effective church is just like an effective airport. You can, you got to have to have all of these things to make it work. But really, the reason that we go through all of these things is so we can be sent. Because if you went to an airport and you went through all that, and at the end you just got back up and went home, it would be absolutely ridiculous. And the same is true coming to a place like E3. Why do we go and do all of these things? The reason is that we are to be sent. Sent to our neighbors, sent to our families, sent to our neighborhoods, sent to our workplaces, sent to our country, and, and sent around the world. Why? To be the tangible hand of Christ to, to spread love to, and hope to a lost and hurting world. And that is what we are doing. And unfortunately, and it just breaks my heart, I couldn't imagine going to an airport and never getting on a plane. But so many people do that in the American church. And we can't do that anymore. And that's what MAP is going to be all about, is helping you find the right plane and get on it and go to a destination. And so many cool things have happened at our airport, this airport, our church, that we've seen people go to Africa, we've seen people go to the inner city, we've seen people go to Gretna, we've seen people go and do lots of different things and living out what God has for their life. And, and today, uh, the Monroes are here, who were the first family that we were able to set 
said long term. Uh, and they went to Guatemala, and, and this weekend is their last weekend. I wanted to invite them up just so we could pray for them, and the, you could just see them and hear a little bit about, about their ministry and about the airplane that they took and what they're doing and how maybe, maybe this is a plane that you need to catch. So welcome Lloyd and Melanie. Thank you, Mark. Really? Yeah, taken. Yeah. yeah. My wife taken. thought I was silly. She's like, of course it's a liquid. I'm like, you can't drink it. It's not a liquid. Yeah, whatever. I, you know what you learn. Uh, I just think the guy nabbed my peanut butter, to be honest with you, but that's okay. Uh, tell me about uh, just what's going on. I know that you guys have been here for an extended time. Um, you buried your mom, and uh, uh You've gone through a lot of process, and, and uh, somebody from our community, Dave Burns, has been down there, and, and you're going back. So tell us about what's on your heart, how we can be praying for you guys, and what we can be doing to support you. Well, we appreciate uh, Element 3 as our home church, and we get to go out into, when we're here, we've been back two and a half months, we go to churches, frankly, that are a little bit like and this is going to sound uh, a little bit mission Pharisee, Dave, but their airports, people come there and they endure all the hassle and then they just don't get on a plane and go. Most of them, you know, as, as you can see. But we go and have uh, tried to inspire them to, to be uh, missional in their thinking, locally, globally, cross-culturally. And, we, and we've been trying to build relationships with those church when we come, with churches when we come back. What's going on in Guatemala is we've been away for two and a half months, and uh, you can pray that for this anxiety that we feel this week, like, oh, we're going back, and we're not sure what's going on. Um, but our coffee house, we relocated thanks to Melanie, and wow, some E3ers that went down there and put a lot, did a lot of hands-on work. We've relocated to a new rental location. That's going very well, and we have a worship gathering on Sunday afternoon. We're also going to host two, at least two teams this fall. One team from E3. Hey. Yee, yee, yee. About 14 people, right? I overestimated this oh. morning. I understand now it's 11 people. That's okay. But there's still, still room for 14, room for 14 <laughs> as Melanie said. It's, Maybe it's Matthias not, is here. It's not too late to, to join the team. Carl and Lauren um, may strangle me for saying that. This is the first team in recent years that Mark, that our pastor, our lead pastor Mark, has not led. And that's a blessing that some other people are going to step up. Not that he, he did a great job keeping it going. Uh, uh, it's a blessing for me, too. <laughs> he just doesn't want to do that early morning run on the lakeside going up in the, in the, around the lake there. Yeah. Uh, so, and then another team's coming. We're going to build a home for a single mother family on the side of a steep mountain. So... That rambled a little bit, but that's what's going on. And you guys are pretty open, though, to even if there's individuals that are looking for a change of scenery or, you know, to go down on their own and, uh, and coming down for, you know, several months and really immersing.